All right, after sitting here in the studio for about an hour watching videos of Andrew Tate, we're finally ready to get this podcast started. Finally lost enough brain cells to make this happen. Yeah, here we go. So um, we are back again with another NFL seasonal outlook. Today's division, we are going to be talking about the new and improved NFC South. As you guys can see, or if you don't know, the Carolina Panthers traded for Baker Mayfield finally. Finally freed our boy. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about the Bucks, Panthers, Saints, and Falcons. We're going to be doing some fantasy outlook on some big names, Kyle Pitts, Christian McCaffrey, some fantasy stuff. We're going to be doing schedule predictions, divisional predictions, and whatnot. So, um, ready? Yeah. Before we get into it, just a few reminders. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching this on YouTube. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram, and check out our sponsor that Ryan's going to tell you about. Little Italy Pizzeria, the best cheesesteaks, the best pizza in all of Delaware. Two locations. One of those is in Middletown, Delaware. The other one is in Townsend. It is a great family business with great food, great people, great prices. Be sure to come in and check it out. Let them know that the greatest podcast on turf sent you. They will take care of you. Show proof that you're subscribed or that you listen to us, and they will hook you up with an additional discount. With no further to do, should we start with the Panthers? Without further ado. Yeah, you can do either. Um, no fr- I guess that makes sense. It's the same word. It's just... Yeah. Um, I guess. Less formal. Panthers or Saints? Panthers. Gotta be Panthers. Panthers. Gotta go off script. Gotta go Panthers. They traded for Baker. Um, they didn't give up much to get him, so props to them. It was an all-upside trade. Granted, yeah. Baker could not work out, and people could be right. I personally think that it will work out. I'm not sure that Baker is going to go win you a Super Bowl by himself because I'm not sure he's that talented, but I could see him being a Jimmy G... Jared Goff, I know those guys didn't win Super Bowls, but they made it there. Um, Peyton Manning when he was, you know, a Bronco. Just a guy that can, Big Ben, uh, just a guy that can manage the game and make it happen. He took a little bit of a pay cut. The Panthers have three quarterbacks now. Uh, yeah. Matt Corral, Sam Donald, and Baker Mayfield. I think Baker will end up starting here. He gets week one against Cleveland. I hope so. I mean, I hope I hope Matt Rule doesn't come out here. and I John mean, Rule? Matt Rule, Ja Rule, same shit. I hope he doesn't come out here. Oh, we're going to, like, they already said they're going to do a training camp battle. Why? You, com- you, have, you, got, to, you have the fully committed. No way. Yes, you have You to have the that. 100% fully committed Baker. Baker needs every rep he can get. He's coming off injury with a new team. He doesn't need to be splitting yeah. reps between first and second team with Sam Darnold, who we know what we're going to get out of Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold sucks. Then they start out what? Yeah, but what is, I mean, I, I, know, I'm, I know Baker's better than Sam Darnold, so don't argue with me. But in theory, what has Baker done more than Sam Donald? Playoffs. Thrown more than 20 touchdowns in a season. I mean, yeah, but they're the same. He ain't, he ain't Aaron Rodgers. I understand. I mean, they, listen, Baker and Sam Donald both put on their pants one leg at a time. They're not like Brady jumping in it, too. Okay? I, listen, so I, you kind of have to treat them all the same. And Matt Corral. You have to give him a fighting chance also. Nah, I know that dude. he's a rookie, but all three of them, Matt you have to just say that. Fighting for his job. He's got to commit to Baker and pray to God it works out. Because, I mean, you're getting Baker off an injury with a new team. If you commit to Baker, then why did you draft Corral? Limited time. Because Sam Darnold ain't the long term. Sam Darnold will probably end up getting Who's cut. Who's the long term? Baker. What's Matt Corral? The backup. That's what he was drafted for? They drafted him in, what, the third, fourth round? That was literally, it was the same type of pick why the Falcons took Desmond Ritter. They knew they weren't in the market for a rookie quarterback, but he was still on the board, so it was like, oh. So your boy Matt Corral is a career backup. Is that what you're telling me? If Baker's there, yes. I mean, yeah, what, but Baker's... Do you understand how that looks? That's not a good look. I understand. 
but it's not. I mean, if Matt Corral goes out and wins the job, sure, good for him. Like I'll, I'll be, I'll be shocked. He can't if he can't win the job. If it's not a competition. There shouldn't be one though. If Matt, if I'm Matt Rule, keep my job. I'm fully committing to Baker. If I'm trying to keep my job, if I'm Matt Job Rule, whatever. I'm committing to Baker 100%. They have to say it. They can't not say it. We saw what we got out of Sam Darnold last year with pretty much the same offense. You have to say it. Nobody's ever not said it. With what? The exception of E.K. McQuanu? Is that like their newest offensive piece? You have to say it's a competition or people will be upset. Who will be upset? One, fans. Two, Matt Corral. It it translates. It goes throughout that. You have to give everybody a fair chance unless you're Aaron Rodgers or one of those upper echelon guys. You have to say it. This is how the media is. You can't just go out and say, uh, give me Baker. Give me Baker. I'm saying yeah, Okay, you're just an asshole sitting next to me. Respect. Fair. You have to clean up for the media. But um, no, nah, I mean, I like what the Panthers did, though. I mean, it was a trade that has been in the works for months. It was the Seahawks or Panthers that were probably going to get him. Now it sounds like Browns, Seahawks have Jimmy G on the market. Saw something that said Jimmy G is going to get traded by the end of the month, but we'll talk about that when that happens. Um, in terms of the Panthers' season, I'm not sure what like their win over under was before to what it is now. I was trying to look it up, but I couldn't find it. I don't think they're out yet. <clears throat> Sucks. I thought I would thought you'd be able to check 2022, 2022, 2023 NFL win over under predictions. Six days ago. Was Baker traded about six days ago? Uh, I'm not sure. Let me just see. I know we looked last time, but I'm like I'm looking at May, May. I have a list here. DraftKings mm. Sportsbook from six days ago. Yeah, that's a good one. Should be. Falcons over. Falcons are just at five straight under. Panthers, six and a half. No, I don't think that's updated. I could be wrong, though. Let's see the schedule. Let's take a look at the schedule. See if that six and a half sounds right. Um, they start off at Cleveland, which is their most expensive uh, ticket. If you wanted a ticket, uh, what are they looking that for? could be because that's week one, but it could be because they're against Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland, uh, the Giants, New Orleans, Arizona, San Fran, Rams, Jesus, Tampa, Atlanta, Cincy, Atlanta, Baltimore, Denver, Seattle, Pittsburgh, Detroit, Tampa, New Orleans. That is a extremely, extremely. I'm counting seven, eight special. wins. Um, I'll go ahead and count mine. One, two. Yeah, I'm counting seven. I mean, this is gross. Three, yeah, that's a tough stretch. Four, five, six, seven. I weeks three seven. to seven. Weeks three to twelve below. I mean, that's tough. I'm yeah, counting I, seven, eight. I wins. counted seven. Um, they have a stretch of. New Orleans, Arizona, San Francisco, Rams, Tampa, Cincy, Baltimore, Denver in like yeah. ten weeks. And the I only mean, break in that is Atlanta twice. That's that's yeah, tough. I mean, if there's a QB that can do it, Baker. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's gonna be tough. I think they they start out they start out decent. Yeah, I mean Cleveland. They probably win their first three, and I, then they fall off. I was gonna say I think they win their first three. Cleveland. Adam, that's going to be Baker versus Jacoby Brissett week one. I mean, they, Baker's going to win it. They're, they're going to split with New Orleans, so they could lose. Week it would three. only be poetic justice if the game was in Cleveland. Yeah. Like, that would make it just like. Yeah, but it's fine. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's still happening week one. That's what matters. Yeah. 
Then the Giants, Saints, that's 3-0. Then they'll probably go 3 and whatever. That's tough for the Panthers, but it's tough that they have a tough schedule, but they do have the QB of the future in Baker as long as he pans out. They have a nice young core around him. Christian McCaffrey is a problem when he's healthy. I think he's only going to be better in the offense with Baker. DJ Moore is in for a big year, finally. Some names to watch late in the draft, waiver wide, Terrace Marshall, mm. maybe even Robbie Anderson. No, Just, no, I think Terrace Marshall's going on. Really? Because there's Baker's boy is right there at number four. Oh, they have two former. They have Rambo, who used to be Baker's boy. Charleston Rambo. And, and then they have Richard Higgins. Oh, shit. Never mind. Give me Charleston Rambo. <laughs> Robbie Anderson and Jarris Marshall are both going, and it's going to be Higgins and Charleston Rambo. With DJ Moore as the receiver three. Because <laughs> Baker's only throwing at the Rambo. Yeah, he is. Um, but not. I mean, their offense really ain't bad. Taylor Moon at tackles okay. Austin Corbett ain't bad. With Deontay Brown, who's a. Big mother effer. Pat Eiflin, E.K. McQuano with Cam Irving on the bench. I mean, a solid O-line. Tommy Tremble, a tight end, solid. They have solid receivers, great running back. It's just a matter of health. Then, I mean, they know I love their defense. I mean, you know I love their defense. I love Derek Brown, love Brian Burns, love Shaq Thompson, love Jeremy Chin. J.C. Horn's coming back. They still have, uh, what's his name, C.J. Henderson do they still have? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the defense... Xavier they have, Woods is serviceable. Xavier, they have a solid core on defense. It's just, it all comes down to Baker. Shaq Thompson's serviceable. Yep, it all comes down to Baker. Yeah. Uh, Fantasy-wise, you know, McCaffrey's still probably first-round pick. I don't love him in the first three because he hasn't been on the field a lot. No. Um, first three, no, but, I mean, he's got to be a first-round pick. Yeah, if I if I was late first and he was there, I mean, that's he ain't going to be there. No. But I don't know if I'd love him in the first three. Um, I'd rather have, like, Najee. I'd rather have Najee, Eckler, Henry, or Taylor over Christian McCaffrey. I'm taking McCaffrey over Eckler. I don't love Really? Yeah, I don't love Eckler. I don't know. The Eckler, I don't think Eckler, Eckler he just produces so much. They're about the same size. I don't think Eckler's 200 pounds, though. That's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I receiver-wise, I don't know if I'd really touch this team because I don't. I don't think that there's going to be an alpha dog receiver. I don't think Baker ever produced that alpha receiver. No, I mean, Cleveland. the past few years, DJ Moore had no particular order. I think he's been in the league about four years. The three years after his rookie season, I think he finished fantasy receiver 18, 19, and 24. But, I mean, that's with... No touchdowns. No touchdowns. And with Sam Darnold, P.J. Walker, Scam Newton, and whoever else they've had playing quarterback. Kyle him. Allen. Kyle Allen. I mean, that, I mean, that's not bad. Like, if I could get DJ Moore at, like, the end of the fourth, top of the fifth, I'm not going to hate it. I could just never get excited drafting DJ Moore. Yeah, but, I mean, the upside's got to be there, bro. I would say DJ Moore is probably – I had him before the trade. I Before the Baker trade, I had him in 19. I'd probably put him at about 13 now. Michael Pittman or DJ Moore? Michael Pittman. I have Michael Pittman as my ninth-ranked receiver this year. It's mm, a little high. He's going to be up there, though. I mean, I don't think – I mean, I think it's about right. I mean, I'll show you – I don't know if – have you looked in the note at all? Those are, like, just my receivers, like, top ten. Mike Evans over Michael Pittman. That's bold. I don't like Mike that. Evans is the only weapon in Tampa. Um, what? I mean, what? We haven't heard a thing about Chris Godwin. We'll, we'll talk about the Bucks in a little bit. You have Mike Evans under Michael Pittman. Oh, Yeah. I thought you said over Michael Pittman. No, no, Michael Pittman's gonna be a problem. Yeah, but he ain't Mike Evans. 
What did, Matt Ryan, what did Matt Ryan and Julio used to do? Okay, no, not, I'm saying not saying Michael Pittman's as good as Julio, but they're the same player. Uh, listen, Matt Ryan has always supported a top-end receiver, but that could have been because he had Julio Jones. But at the same time, we've seen Mike Evans do it week in and week out. It's fair. Give me Michael Pittman. Um, but in terms of the Panthers, I mean, Christian McCaffrey, it's tough. I'd probably stay away from the defense just because that, t- that tough stretch. I mean, the first few weeks, yeah, especially if Jacoby Brissett's the starter. Go ahead. That might be a defense to grab very end of the draft because, I mean, I doubt that they're going to be a highly touted defense. No. But, I mean, who talks about defense? Um, Christian McCaffrey, obviously. I-, I like DJ more now that he's got a real quarterback. I'm excited to see what he could do. But I do like Charleston Rambo better, though, now that I know he's on the team. Better last <laughs> receiver. So give me Charleston Rambo. I don't even know if Rambo was with Baker or was he was with Kyler or Jalen. I think he transferred. He was a one of them. Um, where are we going next? Let's take a travel to Atlanta, the boring team. The boring team, Atlanta Falcons. They brought in Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter this year. Their schedule is kind of gross at the start, if we're being honest. Um, New Orleans, Rams, Seattle, Cleveland, Tampa, San Fran, Cincy, Carolina, Los Angeles, Carolina, Chicago, Washington, Pittsburgh. New Orleans, Baltimore, Arizona, Tampa Bay. God. Okay, I'm seeing between like one and three wins for this team. <laughs> That's so gross. And, I mean, no. it's not really in what their over-under win total is five. I'll take the under any I'm day. I'm taking the under. It's nasty. It is not good. I mean, look at it like this. The Falcons need a number one overall pick. They can't go out here and win seven games again. Weren't they like seven and ten last year? They can't do that again. There's four winnable games. And that is Seattle, Cleveland, Cleveland, Chicago, Washington, Chicago, and Washington. Those are the four winnable games. Not saying that they're going to win them. Maybe a split with Carolina. Who knows? Division teams always play each other, and they always possible split with the Saints. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. The Saints are going to be a fun team this year. Look at it like this: the only player in fantasy for them I'm even thinking about Demir Bird. (laughs) Probably Cordero Patterson. If we're being honest, because the facts show Marcus Mariota has never supported a top receiver or tight end. They assembled a team of rejects. This is gross. What? Damian Williams. Brian Edwards. I mean. Brian Edwards is a dude from the Raiders. Yeah. Auden Tate was supposed to be a stud in Cincy. Every, I always get him in Madden franchise and move him to tight end because he's like 6'5", 230. And I just yeah. play him at tight end. He's like a 77 overall. Anthony Fer- Oh, this is gross. Even, like, third, Kyle Pitts is going as tight end three. Third round, that's too high for me to take Kyle Pitts. Sure, Delaney Walker had a couple good games, maybe a good season with Mariota, but I can't trust Mark. I'm not, I cannot draft a tight end, a player in the third round, knowing Marcus Mariota's going to throw him the ball. I can't do it. And, I mean, sure, Kyle Pitts could go out and have 100-plus targets as a tight end and produce, just like Darren Waller did a couple years ago with when he was the only – player in Vegas with Derek Carr. I mean, it could happen. I just, I can't take that risk. I don't think and I'm taking Falcons this year. Watch. I can't, I, I refuse to sit there and watch Atlanta Falcons football as well. <laughs> I mean, even if Desmond Ritter comes in, Desmond Ritter is going to start games for the Pan, for the Falcons. That's what I say. Desmond Ritter is going to see time as a starter. Whether Mariota sucks or due to injuries, you can't bank on injuries, but I think Desmond Ritter sees starting time, and he's going to have to because the Falcons have to figure out what you're going to do a quarterback. The only problem is, like, where are you throwing him in? 
Because no matter where you throw him in, it's gross. They got to do what they did with Justin Fields. Let Andy Dalton start the first few weeks. He goes down to injury or he just sucks, and then you throw him to the Wolves. You could start him week eight, maybe? Carolina, L.A., Carolina, Chicago, Washington. That's the time to do it. Or you throw him to the Wolves week five against Tampa, San Fran, Cincy, and just see what happens. <laughs> and yeah, Good sucks because, I, I mean, I like Desmond Ritter, but Put the Falcons, week. they have to give Desmond Ritter real, like, big-time playing time this year because they got to figure out if he's the guy. Like I said earlier, it was one of those picks. Oh, he's here in the middle and beginning of the third round. I don't remember the pick he was drafted. Why not take him? We have a hole at quarterback. It's a third-round pick. It can't hurt to draft them. Yeah. Like, that's how I look at it. But it is – you're a team where you don't have a solution at quarterback. And who knows, Desmond Ritter might be that guy. And you got your QB of the future in the third round. So if you do have the number one pick next year, you could focus on the guy Will Anderson from Alabama, Jackson Smith from Ohio State, Brian Brees from Clemson. I mean, you have a lot of different ways you could go if Desmond Ritter does end up being that guy. Or if Desmond Ritter is that guy, you move that top two, three pick you're going to have for more picks. Teams are going to – I know teams are going to be in the quarterback market, C.J. Hend- Henderson, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young. They're going to be two highly touted quarterbacks. So, I mean, if you're the Falcons – Or you end up taking a quarterback. Yeah. That's assuming Desmond Ritter is a guy. But you need to figure it out. Because I promise you Marcus Mariota is not your quarterback of the future. We don't know if it's Desmond Ritter. That's what you got to figure out if you're the Falcons. Yeah, Marcus Mariota's in there just to get him a little bit of time in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Fantasy-wise, I don't like anybody, if we're being honest. Cordell Patterson, I think it was a fluke. Um, depends on where he's getting drafted at. I if, if I'm drafting Cordell Patterson, I don't want him to be in a starting spot in my lineup. No. So I would want three running backs before and two receivers. Yep. I want him in, like, the seventh. I've seen him in, like, the seventh, eighth, ninth, like, right around there. Maybe even, like, tenth. Ten, I'd do it. I don't really care. And we'll shoot. I mean, because he could be a stud. But I just I can't do it with this Falcons team. I can't. I'm not going to be able to sit there comfortably and just watch Atlanta Falcons football. I'm no. not going to be able to do it. No. That it would not be good for my mental health. <laughs> yeah, there's some teams that you just have to stay away from because it's just gross. Like, well, like Washington. Um Seattle this year, I bet sucks. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't if they're if they're not going to score points, you don't want them. Exactly. That's why Michael Pittman's going to be so good this year. Positional rankings start next week, by the way. I'm excited for that. Uh, two weeks. We two have weeks. a mock draft next. Week. Oh, that's right. Two weeks. Positional rankings start. But nah, I mean, like I said, even Drake London for dynasty purposes, Drake London's probably that dude, just because he's probably the receiver one of the future with a Kyle Pitts. So you could be looking at like a. Tyree kill Travis Kelsey type of deal where you can't key on one because the other will shine. It just depends when you get a quarterback. So, I mean, dynasty purposes, sure, why not grab a Drake London? But in terms of just one-year fantasy redrafts every year, probably not because these guys probably ain't. These, the Falcons are a bottom three team in the NFL this year. Yeah, and I'm definitely staying away from that. It's like drafting a lion. just don't want to do it. It's gross. Until <laughs> I draft DeAndre Swift, TJ Hawkinson, and Amon Ra in three separate leagues, and I'm just stuck. Watching Lions football. Yeah. And watching a turnover in the red zone, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, there's no way all three of them are scoring. Um, go to New Orleans or Tampa next? We'll go to Let's go to New Orleans. I've never been to New Orleans before. My parents have. Yeah. I think it's gross. 
Yeah, I heard it's not very nice. I'd like to. Get, my dad went to a Saints Eagles game a couple years ago and enjoyed his time. The one where Jalen Hurts won? No, the one. It was a couple years ago, like right after, like a year or two after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. It was the year that the Saints had the call against the Rams. Mm-hmm. The pass interference mm-hmm. call in the playoffs. That was that year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the New Orleans Saints, they are a new look football team. Um, before I go into the schedule, they brought in Jameis Winston to be the quarterback. Michael Thomas. Questionably coming back. Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave. You know, they have a solid, solid receiving room. Marquez Callaway at the four. Trey Quan at the five. They're solid there. Their defense is always solid. I don't even care how old they are. I don't yeah. I, It really don't matter. They're full studs. And they also brought in Tyron Matthew, Marcus May. Second corner, they're a little bit rusty. Paulson um, and Debo wasn't terrible last year out of Stanford. But Lattimore, May, Matthew, Davenport. Yeah. Um... Cam Jordan, Pete Weiner, Demario Davis, <laughs> Zach Bond, I think is the dude from Wisconsin. Yeah. So they'll be all right on the defensive side, on offense. It's all up to Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton and Ian Book. <laughs> Ian, read me a book, baby. Um, Ian winning his quarterback in Notre Dame history. Listen, I think they're gonna be fine. Yeah, they're gonna be the same as last year. Yep. I mean, as long as they have the solid defense, they'll always be competitive. They could be like the Jags were when they had the amazing defense and just a whole quarterback and not many good players on offense, Tell especially through the first weeks because who knows about Alvin Kamara. Could be a suspension incoming. There really could be. Um, you, Michael Thomas is a question mark, hasn't played a game in two years. Jameis Winston is coming off an ACL. Then you did bring in Jarvis Landry, who's on the wrong side of 30, and you did trade up for Chris Olave. So, I mean, the Saints, they'll be able to be competitive as long as they can stay healthy. They were competitive last year. They're always competitive because the defense is absolutely gross. And now they have – they lost Sean Payton. They have a defensive-minded head coach. Sean Payton could be a blow, though. I keep forgetting that he's gone. Yeah. He's coming to Dallas. Anyways. You think? You wish. <laughs> um, their schedule, they start off at Atlanta, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Minnesota, Seattle, Cincy, Arizona, Vegas, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Rams, San Francisco, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, Cleveland, Philly, Carolina. It's not bad. I'm counting it's like six. That Cleveland one, that's going to be a big one if Watson plays or does not play. Yeah. Um, I'll count mine. One. Let's see what DraftKings is saying. DraftKings is saying eight. Okay. So one, two, three, four. Counting like six, bro. Uh, six, I mean, this is they're, seven, the Saints are such a tough team eight. to predict. I got eight, eight, nine. I mean, okay, so you have Atlanta twice. That's two. Yeah. Split with Carolina's three. Tampa. Split with Tampa, probably four. Seattle. Seattle five. Minnesota. Minnesota six. Cleveland. Cleveland maybe. Pittsburgh Philly. maybe. Philly. No. Philly's just as good as Pittsburgh. I don't know, dude. I, this Saints defense, if the Saints are at home, they can win the game. They could beat Vegas at home any day of the week. Yeah. They're just such a tough team to predict for because it's like they could come out one week and kill it or they'll come out one week and get blown out. I, it just depends. We've never seen the Saints without Sean Payton besides the year he got suspended. And then that year they still had Drew Brees. I'd go as far as saying they can be Cincy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The Saints are one of those teams. 
because they have three games at home. The Saints are just one of them teams that could literally Actually, just they're win any game. Damn, that means they're in These the Saints, they're a questionable fantasy team. Because, like I said about Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara I'm seeing drafted beginning second to beginning third. I'm taking him. I mean, I'm taking him middle second if he's there. Yeah. It'll just say, I mean, hopefully we figure out what the suspension is. Because if I take him in the middle of the second round, I'm without my second pick for the first six, eight weeks. I'll take Mark, or Alvin Kamara and then Mark Ingram and survive. Mark Ingram sucked last year. Tony Jones, though. I don't care. That's, that's true, but Mark Ingram was really, really bad last year. He was like but bad. And who Mark, was their quarterback? Let's not forget, Mark Ingram is a Sean Payton guy. Who was their quarterback? Similar to Taysom Hill. Who was their quarterback? Who also blows. Who was their quarterback? Simeon. And now they got somebody that can spread the ball around the field. I think James Winston's arm talent is fine. His decision-making. <laughs> <laughs> but 30 for 30 it's literally unheard you still of. have to cover when Jameis Winston's out there yeah like if some bum is out there that can't throw it 40 yards you don't have to cover like you're fine you can load the box I don't think you can do that with Jameis because Jameis will throw the ball and Chris Olave is there and they will, they will Jameis is not afraid to throw it up as history shows Jameis yes. Winston will throw 5'8", Traquan Smith, a 50-50 ball and see what happens. <laughs> he don't give a damn. <laughs> and he will walk off the field with a smile on his face. Which makes the defense spread out more, which makes more running lanes, which helps out running backs. Yes, but Mark Ingram um, is also 150 years old. I think Tony Jones is all right, though. I mean, we'll just have to see who kind of takes the number two snaps. If you if you take Alvin Kamara, take who's ever taken number two snaps. It could be Tony yeah. Jones, it could be Mark Ingram. And you will be you will be serviceable. But it's tough, make though, because... With the NFL hearing, sometimes you see they push their legal stuff a year back. So you could get Alvin Kamara beginning of the third round, say. I think Alvin Kamara's in a clear. And all his legal trouble goes away. But the NFL usually doesn't I think he's safe. proceed legally until all the legal stuff is done through the court. Which I was listening to his other podcast, and they said that Alvin Kamara, his next legal hearing for this isn't until August. So cutting it close to draft season. Yeah, I mean, I I think he's fine. Personally, he did he did hurt the dude. Yeah, but what like is, I said, so like weeks. look at like what did I guess this is a little different. Like what did like what did Kareem Hunt get? Like what four or six games? Yeah. What did his was? Worse. I mean, these guys are just beating up girls. Um, who like beat up another dude? I don't even know. Um, but look. <laughs> Kamara, yeah. If you get Kamara, you might as well go get Hopkins too and just survive. And just try and stay afloat to week six, week eight. You can eight. be three and three, you, you're in good shape. And you can do that because the first, if you do that, you can afford to take shots. Meaning, you can put in streamers and make it work. Like, you can throw in, like, you can go pick up Sammy Watkins and get week one Sammy Watkins and just see what happens. And you know this if you listen to the greatest podcast on the turf, because we do weekly fantasy, stardom, sit-ems, best streamers of the week. Like, you can go pick up Chris Olave and just hope. Like, you can play matchups, you can make it happen, and if you ended up being 3-3, three and three, yeah, you're happy, you're content. Then you go, then you get Hopkins and Kamara back. Already joined the squad and you're in good shape. Yeah, I mean Hopkins is going eighth, ninth, tenth round. Yeah, there's absolutely no way I'd let DeAndre Hopkins go eighth, ninth, tenth round. No. I'm taking my three running backs, and if Hopkins is there, I'm doing it. Ideally, in a fantasy draft, I get running back, running back, running back. DeAndre Hopkins, Mark Andrews, DeAndre Hopkins. then like 
Michael Pittman, DJ Moore, then grab like a quarterback and then a D hop. Dude, tell you you're in drafts with me and that's not happening. I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll sit out six weeks. I don't give a damn. Every, every league I'm in together, damn. we're in about. I think I'm in four leagues. And I think we're in three of two or three of them together. You're not getting your you're not getting your whole starting lineup and then DeAndre Hopkins with me. I don't give a Hoover damn. I'll keep him on my bench. I you don't ain't care. Nope, I don't care. So bad at basketball. <laughs> um, but fantasy for the Saints. Um, if there's a receiver I like, it's probably Chris Olave. Nah, give me Mike. Michael Thomas we... is going in the same range as D Hop. Yep, and I'll take them both. Yeah, I've, dra- I've drafted them in mock drafts both back to back, and just because Michael Thomas has a worse taste than Hopkins does, so I'll get I'll get my three running backs. If I get lucky, I'm picking early in that round, so I'll get a receiver, and then I'll get DeAndre Hopkins like back to back. And if Michael Thomas is there again in round six, I'm doing it, and I don't care. I could be start around six. And if it doesn't work, oh well. But if it does work, I have Michael Thomas. Yeah, but in terms of upside, I mean, you got Jameis Winston who likes to throw the ball 100 yards downfield. That's Chris Olave. Chris Olave was is my was was my receiver one in this draft over Wilson over London. If there's a rookie receiver I want to draft, it's probably Chris Olave. That's fair. Now, yes, you may question the target share. There's a lot of mouse to feed with Kamara, sure, but team the Bengals made it work. I'm on this offense. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I'm a fan. I'll take Kamara, Thomas, and Olave. The only one I don't want is Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I can't back Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I can't do it. No, he's going to be a Randall Cobb. Yeah, bad version of Randall Cobb. Yeah, but they do have a new coach, worse offensive line. Eh, they're okay. Same defense. Defense is going to be stud. Defense is going to be better defense. I yeah. argue. No better defense. I'm Marcus May and Honey defense. Badger. Yeah. CJ. Oh, that's gross. I forgot C.J. Garner-Johnson. He's the next corner. He's the he's the slot guy. He's, he's your slot corner. So is Tyron, though. Him and Tyron are the same player, which is disgusting. C.J.'s bigger, though. C.J.'s more of a run support guy. He's like six something. Yeah, but Tyron Matthew ain't afraid to play run support, though, for as small as he is. He don't give a shit. A secondary of Marcus May, Lattimore, Honey Badger, and C.J. Garner-Johnson could potentially be the best secondary in football. Yes. And I Because I'm not thinking anymore. No. Um... Absolutely not. I like the Saints this year. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll be fine. It's just Jameis, man. <laughs> They're just such a tough team to predict. Because, they, yeah, they have a tough schedule on paper, but they could literally win any of the weeks. If they at home, they can win. It's just hard for me to go out here and Jameis Winston's the guy. I can't do it. That's the only thing holding me back is Jameis Winston. Yes. I can't sit here. I'm not going to sit here and just bank and put all my faith into Jameis Winston. For fantasy purposes, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm rocking with you, Jameis. Finally, moving on to Tampa Bay. Uh, Over under good. eleven and a half wins. They have the best odds in all of football to win their division at minus three hundred. Did they do anything? Tom Brady, Seth Fournette, Evans, Godwin. He's still questionable. They brought in Russell Gage. Big brought big, in Shaq big Mason. Fantasy value down the board at the end of the run. They did bring in Shaq Mason. They brought in. Da, 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 da. They need some help Hakeem on Akeem Hicks. They're okay. I mean, their secondary is a little weak. Along with their D line. Brought in Keanu Neal, Logan Ryan. Yeah. D line's okay. You're a hater. I mean, what? Akeem Hicks ain't nothing special. Vita Vey is a stud. Willie Goldson. You're going to tell Akeem me he's good? Hicks ain't nothing special? That's the guy from the Bears, right? right? Yeah, all right. He's but a I'm... freak. If he right. plays. If he plays, exactly. If he plays, he's a stud. But 
He's he's a big dude. This Bucks team, I think they'll be fine. They'll probably coast through the regular season again, just like they do every year, win 10, 11, win 10, 11 games. Once they get to the playoffs, they'll be fully healthy, and then they'll run through and go Tom Brady will win the Super Bowl and ride off in the sunset. There's not a lot of coast in the schedule. Um, Dallas, New Orleans, Green Bay, Kansas City. I don't know what any That's of this for. Two and two, three and one at best. Um, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Carolina, Baltimore, Rams, Seattle. The only easy games there are Seattle, Carolina, Atlanta. Green Bay. Huh? Green Bay. Green Bay is not an easy game. Who does Green Bay have? Aaron Rodgers. And? Who's he throwing the ball to? Don't care. Hunter, you're, don't Christian care. Watson out of North Dakota State, oh your favorite God. school? Aaron Rodgers. Big Bob Aaron Tunney. Rodgers, regular season Aaron Rodgers is somebody you don't want to play with. I don't give a goddamn. Especially give after me Tom Brady. They traveled two weeks before, and they finally come home, and Aaron Rodgers coming into town. Give me Tom Brady. And Kansas, yeah, who's, Kansas, who's Pat Mahomes at the third over? Is that an easy win, too? I think they'll lose to Kansas City. I think that I said two and two, three and What's one. What's the difference between Kansas City and Green Bay? They're, Kansas City's better. How? Mahomes. <laughs> and the weapons. Oh, my God. How? Who's to Kelsey? One yep. dude. Yep. Oh, my God. Give me um, Kelsey over Bob Tunyon, Christian Watson, and Randall Cobb. The only easy wins weeks one to ten are Seattle, Carolina, and Atlanta. Okay, so let's see. The rest are hard. Um, then they have Cleveland, New Orleans, San Francisco, Cincinnati, Arizona, Carolina, Atlanta. Those are all hard games except for Cleveland, Carolina, Atlanta. Count ten wins. Um, I got them. They're they're Tampa Bay, so. So I have Tampa Bay. Tom Brady. I don't know. I mean, Tom Brady's done better with a lot worse pieces around him. I mean, you just counted a regression since last year. So obviously, their games got somewhat harder. What they win last year? Like twelve or thirteen. Twelve or thirteen. Okay. Maybe fourteen. Um, counting like ten, eleven wins here. Six. Seven, yeah, it's. I mean, I'm the I'm the biggest Tom Brady fan in history. I'm not gonna bet against Tom Brady. That's why I guess I'm a little high on them. But. I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to be a bad football team, but they have a extremely hard schedule, and that's. Yeah, they do have a tough schedule. I mean, Green Bay tickets are $300, so obviously it ain't an easy game. Well, because it's probably the last time Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers will both play against each other. Or it's going to be a good football game. Eh, I think Green Bay blows this year. How many wins does Green Bay have? I don't know. We'll I talk. bet they make playoffs. Every team in the division makes the playoffs. That's not saying much. I'll bet that, too. They only got to win. But they're a, they're a bad team? They only have to win against Minnesota, Chicago, and Detroit. I, I hope bet Green Bay gets 10 wins. Let me see their schedule. We'll we'll do this off camera. We don't got time for this. We'll do this later. We do have time for this. Because if you want to say some stupid shit on a podcast, I might as well get my money right. I would say. Minnesota, Chicago, New England, New York, New York, Washington, Detroit, Philly, Chicago. Hope they win 10 games. I'm counting one, two, three hard games. Four. <laughs> so they're going to win... 13 games, but they're not a good team. Okay, that's fine. If that's your um, With that schedule, I hope they can go win the playoffs and do that thing. If that's what you believe, that's fine. I mean, they have a very easy schedule. If that's what you believe, You can't tell me they don't have an easy schedule. I don't care about their schedule. But if they're a 13-win team, then they're a good football team. I didn't realize their schedule was 13-winnable. So is Minnesota going to get 13 wins still? 
No. They Same schedule. Cousins. Same schedule. Different quarterback. Um, in terms of fantasy football for the Bucks, Mike Evans is the only one I want. Or Leonard Fournette. No, Mike Evans. Nah. Yeah, Mike Evans will have Leonard Fournette. Give me Rashad White in the, the 12th round. Give me Rashad White. Him and Tom Brady in the same offense is going to be disgusting. PPR heaven. He's everything that Giovanni Bernard was supposed to be. Leonard Fournette caught passes last year. Did he? I don't know. Who else is going to catch passes? Ronald Jones. He was a good pass catcher last year. Like, I don't know if you were aware of that. Had about 84, uh, 69 receptions. Mm. Okay. It's probably more than any other running back in football. Doubt it. 15 games, 69 receptions. I will Google that because I think good for him. pretty close. Um, Leonard Fournette. This is his first year. In a couple of years, he's going to be the primary workhorse back without a definite other running back splitting touches with. I mean, maybe Gio Bernard. Maybe the guy I said. No. Not sure, though. I'll have no problem drafting Tom Brady. I don't know if their offense is going to be as high-powered, especially because I feel like they're going to lean to run the ball more, especially with them losing Gronk. With them losing Chris Godwin because we don't know the status of his injury, I'm seeing he could be ready week one. I'm seeing he might not be ready till November. It really, I'm seeing so much different stuff, so I really don't know. Leonard Fournette was third. Behind who? who Najee Harris and Austin Eckler, who played okay. three more games than him, and he was only okay. five receptions behind. Hmm, good for him. Um, but, yeah, no, I, gotta, I like Mike Evans this year. He'll be Tom Brady's guy. Scotty Miller. Scotty Too Hottie Miller. If Chris Godwin's out, could be a problem. No. Yep. Do not draft Scotty Miller. For the love of God. The very end of your draft, why not? There's 30 same better reason receivers you dra- than Scotty Same Miller. reason you drafted Demir Bird at the end of the draft last year. Because he, um, I thought it was Jacoby Myers. <laughs> <laughs> same reason you drafted Jacoby Myers. He actually was decent. He was better than Scotty Miller, who's not even... Scotty Miller was like the fifth option. Rashawn I mean, Perryman's going to be better than Scotty Miller. I like Russell Gage this year, too. I mean, even Cam Brate. Okay, there's only so many guys that he can throw to. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, just value guys who may have a good season with Tom Brady. Tom Brady spreads the ball out. Is that Jalen Darden? Yeah. The only um, guys you want on Tampa Bay are Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, and Tom Brady. If you're in a big league, then sure, Russell Gage. Hey, if you're in like a 12-man league, Russell Gage toward the end of the fantasy draft might end up being amazing value. Russell but, Gage can only be so good. But for 10-man, you probably ain't looking at a Russell Gage. Um, Terms of who do you think is the biggest fantasy football question mark like out of this division? There's three that come to mind immediately. Um, In terms of... Just playing uh, Christian McCaffrey, but there's no doubting his talent. You're just doubting him playing. Um, same with Chris Godwin and Mike Thomas. Yeah, that's Mine in terms of them playing. Kyle Pitts. In terms of talent and production, the guy, the guys that I said, there's no doubt in their production if they're 100. percent Yeah. Um, and doubt in terms of production, it's Kyle Pitts. Uh, I just had one. James Winston. <laughs> Jameis Winston is one of them quarterbacks that you'll probably, in the 10-man league, you'll probably be able to stream him every week. Chris Godwin, his production. And I don't don't know. I don't love it. Um, Baker Mayfield, along with DJ Moore. Kyle Pitts scares the shit out of me, bro. 
Are you taking a chance on Kyle Pitts third round? No, I, I, that's I'm not even saying him because I'm not thinking about him. I'm thinking about him. <laughs> I don't care. Because ha- having, a, a, having a tight end in fantasy, having a stud tight end is such a difference maker. Yeah, but we're not getting one. You're not getting one. I'm not? Probably not. Why? Which one are you going to get and when are you going to get him? It's either Darren Waller or Mark Andrews. When? At, in the fourth round. You're not getting that. Why? Because they're going in the third. Then I'll be stuck with three running backs and a Dalton Schultz in the fifth, and it's fine. You think Dalton Schultz in the fifth? I think the, you're high. I think the productive. I think you're high. Dalton Schultz is going to be him this year, bro. You're high. Where do I have him ranked at? I'd rather take Cam Brayton the fifteenth. No way. Huh? I have Dalton Schultz ranked as my probably fourth or fifth. Sixth. Okay, that's two though. Who's ahead of him? Kelsey one, Andrews two. Waller three, Kittle four, Pitts five, Schultz six, Ertz seven, Hawkinson eight. I mean, I I'd rather have Cam Braid in the twelfth round than Dalton Schultz in the fifth. Nah. The tier gap between the tier gap between Dalton Schultz and Mark Andrews is so big that I don't want Dalton Schultz anywhere near Mark Andrews. Really? Yes, I I want him nowhere near. Who's Dak throwing the ball to, bro? Okay, CD. Mike Gallup, Tony Pollard. Yeah, it's Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz is him this year. Dalton Schultz ain't even going to be a Cowboy this year. <laughs> I forgot he got We haven't talked to him in a month. Sounds about white. <laughs> it's Jerry's world, bro. Jerry does what he wants. I don't like Dalton Schultz. He's not that good. I think he's great. He's a I think he's going to be really good this year. all he is. And that's fine. He can be that. But he's him, bro. I'd rather have the Packers tight end. Get the Brown out of here. I'd rather have Jacecki. There's so many guys that'd rather have to Dalton Schultz in the fifth. Nah. Hold on. Let's pull up. Can we pull up our mock draft real quick? Our mock draft? Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll pull it up on my phone. I just want to go to the fifth round and just see everybody you're missing out on to grab Dalton Schultz. I thought I said sixth. You said fifth. I meant probably sixth. Let's see. Okay, but now you keep changing it. Hold on. Where I I picked the first one or the second one? I don't care. Just pick one. This is the first one where I picked one. Where, why are they empty? Where did Dalton Schultz go in that one? That's just... Humor me on it. Six. He went a sixth round? Yeah. And who were some guys that were going near? I gotta find it. Um, it was Dalton Schultz went after he went after him was Miles Sanders, who I'd probably rather have in the sixth. AJ Dillon, Dallas Goddard, Drake London, Cordero Patterson. DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray, Marquise Brown, Michael Thomas. Are you looking at the most recent one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, it's, I'm looking at a different one. There's so many people. That, oh, you that forgot you drafted Waller, you kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about the zero running back strategy? Like, it's like a, I've been seeing like on TikTok. That's about, how, how we're do you doing on YouTube, it? so. That was a great segment. <laughs> Check out our YouTube. Check That's out it. our YouTube video. That is it. Thank you guys for watching. Final division win predictions. Bucks, Pan- Bucks, Saints, Panthers, Falcons. Yep. See ya. See ya. Peace.